Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. It is with joy that I come to you today to share with you in these devotions. It is my prayer that your heart will be encouraged as I share with you day by day. Again, I wish to say thank you. Thank you very much for sharing with your loved ones. And we trust that one day we would see those of our loved ones who have not yet trusted Jesus Christ to be Lord and Savior, or to be their Lord and Savior, that they will do it before it is too late. The songwriter wrote, No merit of my own, his anger to suppress. My only hope is found in Jesus' righteousness. For me, he died. For me, he lived. And everlasting life and light he freely gives. I want to thank the Lord for dying for my sins. And then I want to thank the Lord for dying for our sins. For without his death on the cross, there will be no forgiveness of sin. And I want to thank him today that we can freely have our sins forgiven. I want to thank him for his love towards us. And because he loved us so much, you and I must be willing to share this love that we have experienced and are experiencing with our friends, our family members, and with our loved ones. In these devotions, I'm speaking to you on what are you doing to win your loved ones? I think that you and I should do what it takes to win our loved ones. I shared with you in the last devotion that what is required First of all, those of us who are saved and trying to win our loved ones, what is required, we must have a positive faith. We must believe that it is possible for our loved ones to be saved. When God spoke to Noah in Genesis chapter 6 and told Noah what to do, and it took Noah some 120 years to build this ark that God spoke to him about. When Noah got through building the ark, in Genesis chapter 7, verse 1 and verse 7, the words are found, All thy house. So Noah built an ark, and his entire family was saved. It is God's will to save your family. It is God's will to save my family. It was God's will to save Noah's family. Time will not permit us to read all of these, but when you get some more time, I wish that you would read in Genesis chapter 18, verse 17 to 19. And if you look at verse number 19, it speaks of his children, and his household. God is interested not only in me, 
but God is interested in my family. Not only in you is he interested, he's also interested in your family. If you go to Exodus chapter 12, and you read verse 1 to verse 3 here again, he says, a lamb for a house that refers to the family. God was interested in securing the entire family from death. If you read Joshua chapter 2, verse 1 to 14, and you would compare that with chapter 6, verse 22 to 25, you would see that it was all about the family. Joshua made it known, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If you come to the New Testament, in Luke chapter 19, verse 1 to 10, you would notice the word in verse 9, this house refers to that family of that day that God was interested in. If you come to John chapter 4, verse 46 to 54, and if you notice verse 53, the words, his whole house. God is interested not only in me, not only in you. He's also interested in your house, your entire household to be saved. God wants to save you and God wants to save the household. In Acts chapter 11, verse 14, who shall tell the words there whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. What are we doing to help our loved ones to find Jesus? I'm encouraging us to do all that we can to make sure that our loved ones meet with Jesus. Please don't get discouraged. I know it may be a little bit discouraging when you pray for them. I know while you're praying for them, they may be going further and further away from God. Please don't get discouraged. Keep on keeping on for the glory of God. Throughout the Bible, we have convincing evidence that the Lord desires the family to be saved. So our first step to winning our loved ones is to have a positive attitude to believe that he is true to his word and his desire is to save them. In the book of 1 John, chapter number 5, verse number 14 and verse number 15, here's what the Bible says. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And we know that he heareth us whatsoever we ask. We know that we have the petition that we desire of him. God's desire is for the family, not just me alone, the family to be saved. And what is required of me in seeking to help my family to find Christ, I must have a positive faith. You must have a positive faith without doubting that God can and God will save our loved ones. Then secondly, 
What is required? There must be a passionate concern. There must be a passionate concern. We must feel and show our concern for their soul. Let them see how concerned we are about them. Many of us are so concerned about them physically, the needs that they would have physically, that many of us do whatever we can to help them physically. For some, if they would need a piece of property to build a home, we give them the property so that they can have some place where they can build their home and call their own. For some, if they would need someone to co-sign for them at the bank, many would go and co-sign for that family member so that their need would be met physically. Yes, we do all that we can to help them physically, but what about spiritually? Our first step to winning our loved ones is to have a positive attitude to believe that he is true to his word and that his desire is to save them. Yes, that should be our first step. Begin to pray for them regular and definitely. When we practice, that concern will come. Then read the Bible about their spiritual condition and the danger that awaits them. There must be a passionate concern. In the book of John, notice what it says. In chapter 3 and in verse number 18, the Bible says, He that believeth on him is not condemned. Notice, the person that believes in Jesus Christ to the point where he or she accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that individual is not condemned. But there's another part of the verse which says, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Oh, how important it is for us to believe in Jesus Christ and not only to believe in him, but to accept him as Lord and Savior. Because the Bible teaches, if you are out there and you presently don't believe in Jesus, you are already condemned. Not that you hope to be condemned, you are already condemned. And notice in John chapter 3 and verse number 36, he that believe on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. I know that there are many out there who say, I believe in God, but I don't believe in this matter of Jesus Christ as Lord. I don't believe that he is the Son of God. I don't believe that he's the Messiah. Oh, my friend, I pray that you will change your thinking. You will change and believe in Jesus Christ for neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby ye must be saved. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and you cannot come to the Father without him. Our Father and our God, oh, we thank you so much 
Lord, for showing us the way. We thank you for giving us the way. We thank you for making the way available to us at no cost to us, but oh, what a cost today. And we thank you for him willingly giving up his life so that we can have life in exchange. We thank you for him for giving us of our sins so that we can have righteousness in exchange. And for our loved ones that do not know you, may they come to know you before it's eternally too late, is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing. Do have a wonderful day. I'll be back next morning to build on these devotions.